0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Game of Love. I'm your host, Jessica Smith, and I'm so excited because this is the very first episode of the Game of Love podcast that I have my new co host, Rashawn Sanchez. Rashawn, thank you so much for joining the team. Thank you so much for having me on the team. What an
1: absolute freaking delight this is (laughs) that when people say, oh, what do you do? Well, I host a podcast and radio show and it's freaking amazing.
0: (laughs) Well, it is great to have you here. Um, As you very well know, we have, uh, gosh, I've done close to 100 episodes of this podcast and I've had the honor of having amazing guests on and talking about tons of different topics from spirituality to sex to dating secrets to my own heartbreak To, you know, I mean, I've
1: covered a lot. You have covered so much in this show, and we've got listeners in 33 countries that you have been able to build an obscene amount of downloads, and so many people that you have been able to help along the way in dating and relationships and figuring out how to communicate. And I think that's the thing, really, that I find most people are so stuck on is how do we even talk to each other? How do I? establish or develop or create relationships in my life, not just romantic, but but platonic as well. And it's interesting to me that we run across so many adults that have no idea.
0: Yep. Yes, ma'am. And that's why that's why I do what I do. That's why I have this show is is to really make the world a more loving place. And so I know, I have covered so many topics and I want to take a moment and thank my audience, thank the thirty three countries thank you to everyone. I mean, I get messages and it's just so heartwarming. So thank you to everyone who listens and reaches out and I'm sending you much love. So one of the reasons why I wanted to bring you on is number one, I love you so much. We have such an amazing friendship and like, especially as of late, (laughs) (laughs) the last like six months for us,
1: Yeah. It has been intense. It's been intense for a multitude of reasons. (laughs) I think we're both like the type of women that we get along with a lot of people. Mm -hmm. But we keep that inner circle tight, 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 tight. And bringing somebody new into that is a long, time-consuming process. I mean, it takes me longer to call somebody a good friend that I love and care about than it does for me to take on a new lover and that same. I think that's so same. interesting in terms of who we're willing to let in and what those varying levels of allowing access to yourself actually look like but for me friendship this relationship
0: our sisterhood I mean it's been life-saving same that's I tell you that on a weekly basis if not every day um, like especially you know we won't get into it now. Not today. I already got into it, but you know, I've been going through it and you've been a lifesaver to me. So personally, we have a relationship and then professionally, I wanted to bring you on to add some dimension to the show. And there's so many times that you and I are together. I'm like, cue the cameras, cue the mics. <laughs> <laughs> like, people need to hear this because we really dive deep into topics, and you and I speak the same language, and we have similar life experiences, and there's we have so many commonalities, and and we also have differences to us so when we do talk we have different perspectives and we can um, present different uh, viewpoints and ideas and advice and that is a beautiful thing and so that is one of the reasons why i wanted you to come on to you know to let the audience see and you know let them benefit have them benefit from what we talk about and what we go through because one of um one of the beautiful things about a healthy, deep friendship is, yes, you love and support each other and you hold each other close in in hard times. You also talk things through in a very beautiful, collaborative, compassionate way. And there's times that both of us have had to check each other On like
1: relationship stuff, especially relationship stuff, whether it be romantic or platonic, but it's like that difference of opinion and those different viewpoints on certain things is so beneficial because Mm -hmm. it allows us to see a different angle of the problem. Right. And it's easy to come in and be like, listen, I love you and I know you love him, but I don't love him. And let me tell you why I don't love him, because he's not showing up for you in the capacity that he should be. And both of us have had really serious relationships and in the last six months Mm -hmm. yours more recent than mine though mine popped back up and broke my heart all over again (laughs) and thank you mercury and retrograde and not paying attention to that when that text popped up but the the reality is is like without i think without each other without a strong support system Mm -hmm. this life can feel impossible to navigate and you can't do it alone you cannot do it alone i mean We can we won't talk about it on this show, but sometime eventually we will when I'm ready to share that story. But I mean, you literally reached your hand in and pulled me out of a hole that was so deep and so dark that there was a there was a possibility I wasn't ever going to emerge from it. And that type of relationship where you can have that type of rawness and realness with somebody that you love and care about. Yes, therapy is incredibly important. And yes, I'm a big supporter and believer in therapy. But also having somebody who knows you, knows your heart, knows how you approach your life, how you approach your relationships, who can look at you and say, I know where this pain is coming from, and it's not valid, and it's not real, and there is so much more here, and here's why you're going to pull yourself up, and we're going to do this together, and I'm going to be by your side every step of the way, is really, really special.
0: It is. I am so thankful for you, and I'm so excited to go on this journey with you.
1: Vice versa, the exact same. Like, I can't fucking wait. Wait until, first of all, I have to remember, because we've done a couple of radio shows, and I have a shit mouth, and I cannot have a shit mouth on the radio.
0: (laughs) I know, you guys. It's so funny. Every time we've done a a show um, on Mile High Sports Radio, I'm always prepping her. I'm like, remember, we can't use foul language, and you and I, uh, when we're... Oh, you guys, listen. <laughs> when we're in a it is not. We're like sailors over here. It's mm-hmm. it's it's very uh, explicit. And so it's so nice to have some freedom it on is, these mics. It's so huh. nice to
1: have some freedom on these mics. I keep wanting to say freaking I'm like, say fucking, because right? that's the reality. Fucking thank you right. for you. And thank you Aww. for this opportunity. And thank you for this journey. And because you have a plethora of expertise when it comes to dating and relationship coaching. You've made a very beautiful life around that activity and you you help so many people I'm not the person you call when somebody's like I need I need relationship advice I that's not my specialty it's not my area of expertise and I would never presume to give somebody that type of coaching so it's like why would I want to be on a, a dating and relationship and sex podcast if that's not my thing like what Why not, why not? But it's, there's so much to add here and there's so many different opinions and variances and things to think about that we can, if you guys need coaching, Jessica's your girl. If you need it real and raw, I'm your girl. (laughs) I'll tell you straight, I'll tell you what a loser they are.
0: Very, very true. And this is something I've said on this show before, that I, I would love to emphasize again is that, yes, I have expertise and I have secrets and knowledge and skill and strategy and all that good stuff. And when it comes to relationships, when it comes to dating, it's tough out there. And when we are in it ourselves, it doesn't matter. Like the most experienced dating coach has their own difficulties because when we are in it, Our emotions and our feelings really inhibit how we can see objectively and so that's why like my number one dating coach I've said this uh, on air before is my mom
1: mom because my
0: mom is a straight shooter you're one of my dating coaches Vika is one of my dating coaches you know it's like my 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 best girlfriends are my dating coaches not because I'm lacking skill but when I am in something it is hard to navigate when you, I mean, you saw me, we don't have to go down this rabbit hole, but like me being in, in love and, you know, my girlfriends are standing on the sidelines like, um, by the way, do you remember what he did last Saturday that was really fucked up and you cried all night long? Yeah. I know you love him right now, but remember last Saturday.
1: Yeah. See, that's...
0: (laughs) And and that's why I need to do it. That's why I do what I do on this show.
1: Which is so important because you need somebody who's like, hey, Mm -hmm. listen. (laughs) When somebody's actions don't match their words, we have a big problem here. Mm -hmm. And when somebody's continuously gaslighting and causing additional issues and drama because maybe they get off on that and they're telling you over and over again that, well, I never said that. I never said that. Why are you being so crazy? I think you do need people in your life who are going to take a step back and be like, "Uh, you realize you're not crazy, right? Like, you're not making this up. You're not fabricating this. You're not overreacting. You're not asking for too much. You're not too much like. Right. We can we like we just need to let's get rid of those people that are making you feel like that in your life, because A, you are so much fucking better than that. And B, you deserve better. We are grown ass people. We are adults. We are grown ups. We have dealt with trauma and and interpersonal relationships and our families and our friends and our romantic relationships. We've had career issues come up like we are not in this place where any one of us, whether it's you or I or any of these any of our listeners here that we should be sitting back being like, well, gosh, if I was just. If I was just a little bit better, and if I was just a little bit this and a little bit less that and a little bit more here, then then they'd love me. Then they'd show up. Ooh. No, and I don't care if we're talking about our parents or our siblings or our friends or our lovers. You are more than enough the way you are right now, and people that are a worthwhile addition to your life mm-hmm. are going to see it, they're going to recognize it, and they're going to love it. They're not going to come to you and be like, well... If you were less this, then I would be better. Fuck that. And fuck people who say that.
0: Mm-hmm. So if you're feeling like that, pull up a chair. Come sit with us, because we're <laughs> your girls. OK? OK. We've got
1: you. We've got you on all the platforms. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on TikTok. You can find us on OnlyFans.
0: Oh. OK. Well, let's talk about that. Um, we are going to dive into uh, talking about communication and setting expectations while dating and entering new relationships. But first, let's tell the audience what we have going on. I've, we've talked about it on the radio show. I talked about it on previous episodes, independently of you, pre you. Pre me. So let's talk about this because we have something spicy cooking and we are, I'm obsessed with it.
1: I'm obsessed and I'm so beyond ready. And like, this is, we're recording our first show now and it's amazing and we're so excited to do this but you and I have been at this for months this is oh not a goodness. this is not a spur of the moment <laughs> decision we have spent months planning strategizing determining what what our audience actually needs and what they're actually going to resonate with and want to listen to and that we think is a no holds barred uncensored completely shame free inclusive x-rated show mm-hmm called after dark
0: game of love after dark we are so freaking excited oh gosh
1: Uh, Uh, well this and I think this really stemmed from we were because there were so many conversations that we found that were happening within our friend group the women that we love so, so much where we were talking about sex in general, mm-hmm. what what turned us on, what got us off, what we were finding with new lovers, where we were struggling to actually meet people we wanted to have a sexual relationship with. I mean, COVID changed so much. And for me, it changed so much of my priorities. So then it, pri- it reprioritized how I date and how I meet people. And we realized that there was a lot of lack of education mm-hmm. and still a lot of shame. And honestly, I am of the mindset that like if you enjoy something and it turns you on and it gets you off, you should not feel shame around talking about that. We are consenting adults. Mm -hmm. So I want to be really clear here. We're talking about consenting adults, Uh uh, but we should we shouldn't feel any shame. So we're going to provide top notch education shame-free approach to things Mm -hmm. and our own personal stories because let's not lie to the people you and I have interesting varied (laughs) phenomenal (laughs) jaw-dropping write-a-book yes sex lives and I, I the people deserve to know first of all the fact that I get off in the way that I do I want the whole world to know because you all deserve those types of orgasms like what we should all be out there just coming over and over and over again. I think we'd all be a whole hell of a lot happier.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We'd walk around with bigger smiles on our faces. And so, like, let's figure out how to do that for for one another. I, and I'm not saying we, we do it with one another. I'm just saying in general, like, let's help embrace pleasure. Yep.
0: I agree. And, you know, it's like most people want to have great sex. A lot of people are thinking about sex, hoping to have it. And... A lot of people are not talking about it. No one's talking about it. And so it's like, we need to start talking about it. Because, I mean, you and I have talked about this privately a a zillion times. In my line of work, I hear people's deepest and darkest secrets. And their sexual secrets. And there are so many people that feel so much shame and embarrassment and confusion. um, Women that don't feel like they're worthy of pleasure they don't know how to derive pleasure that uh, they they have trouble orgasming they're you know there's I've heard so much stuff so when we were talking about uh the game of love after dark when really it's um well, we, we birthed this baby we did it was because it was it was excitement to talk about sex and learn about sex mm-hmm. about you know I think about the people in the world that are suffering you know just with everything that we we touched on already and I'm like that's why I'm here it's like I, I I'm not gonna sit back I'm gonna speak for us we're not gonna sit back and let people suffer no not anymore not anymore no and you know that is a high priority for us and with with this show Oh my gosh, you guys, it's just going to be so exciting. And we are going to have amazing conversations. We're going to facilitate conversations. We're going to be bringing in experts. And we're going to touch on each episode is going to be a specific sexual topic that we're going to dive into. And um, it was so cute. We were talking about this earlier. my mom god bless her she's one of my best friends and she's like i don't know about all the sex stuff that you're going to be talking about god bless her she loves me and she's looking out for me and i i was like mom you know there's you know we're at this place in our world like we're at, we're at a turning point in our society that the dating scene is changing and the conversations around dating are changing gender is changing, the language around gender, how we, um, how we are operating, how we are working, how we are trying to fit in, how we're trying to figure ourselves out. And sex is a huge conversation. Now we, um, we are recording from Denver, Colorado. And I was telling my mom today, I'm like, I think like, I don't know, 25% of the people in Denver, I'm just guessing, don't quote me on this. I feel like they're polyamorous, and there's a lot of like yeah, there there's a there's a lot of talk around sex going on, and so we are uh, we are starting the after dark, so we can really go in and discuss it. So this is not uh, porn. Uh, this is not no. It, this is not us like sitting out here, you know. Um, we are providing a platform to discuss these topics. Yes, we are,
1: and and in that a big piece of it, we can't. We can't come in and talk about these things and say, hey, you shouldn't have any shame around them. They're totally normal. Like, it's totally fine if you enjoy X, Y, and Z. Let's talk about it. And then sit back with, like, our lips sealed, um, refusing to share anything about our own personal lives. Because we, we are removing the shame that's associated with it. And we are putting that desire to feel physical pleasure and emotional pleasure in your life. We are putting that in as a priority in our own lives and in the lives of our listeners. And so it's not porn but we could call it erotica in certain aspects i mean there's going to be some amazing stories we're going to share we are going to talk about impact play and how each of us individually may or may not enjoy that and we will give scenarios and examples of when you know we first started or tried something for the first time and how we were able to broach that subject and Um, how we control the communication to ensure that we felt safe and respected throughout the entire process and what that looked like. And so that if you too feel like you have this desire to try something we're talking about, now you have some pointers or some ideas of ways you can bring
0: that up with your lover. Exactly. And something that's so beautiful about us in the sexual arena is you and I have very different tastes. Yes, we do. And so it's going to be really exciting, uh, you know, because when we have so much fun like talking on a daily basis and especially when you you know when we're out having cocktails and stuff and we're telling stories i'm really excited that we we do have uh you know different things that we enjoy and desire and we learn a lot from each other and just and i love something that you and i have and you have with some of your other friends i have with my closest friends is that we will talk about everything. Yeah. There is nothing that you've said that I've been like, oh, like gross. Oh, I'm embarrassed. Like, oh, shame on her. Like, no, like we are nothing but like good fucking for you. Tell me more. Oh my God. And it's, and it's this very welcoming, safe, place so I am so excited that I am too
1: it has to be it has to be a welcoming safe place because we get to do this with our friends this is the whole point and it's not this is not a kiss and tell situation
0: I mean there might be There's a little, a little <laughs> there but it's
1: not like let me tell you about so-and-so I was with last night it's about the experience yes. of being together and what What pleasure we derive from that, what it felt like, you know, and in reminding us as individuals to really dive into the pleasure of connecting with another human and what that looks like. And it can be easy to get in your own head right? It can be easy to focus on is is your partner getting the pleasure that they should be getting and you forgetting about your own. And mm-hmm. so in these conversations when that we have with our girlfriends, it's really amazing because it reminds us to like, oh, are we plugging into our own individual pleasure in that yeah. same capacity that she did? Or, oh, you know what? I never thought to try that, but it sounds amazing. I... I think I want to try something like that next time. I'm going to like make a little mental note and bring that up to my lover the next time that we're together because it gives you an opportunity to learn about new things, yep. to approach new things and to see like does my body work in that same way?
0: Mm-hmm. Is this
1: is this anatomy specific? Is it is it human specific to each person? Like let's
0: let's play and find out. That's right. I am so excited for the game of Love After Dark. It is going to be amazing. It will be out, launched come November 2021. So we are so excited. And it's going to be on our OnlyFans page, which I'm so fucking excited. Like, I, I, I told you this privately too. that, yeah, you know, I've been walking this fine line of like, I, I really try to behave myself, even though there's like parts of me that are very mischievous and and naughty and uh going through the heartbreak I just went through I'm like fuck it like we are going and to have an only fans page now I'm like a year ago I've been like oh this is I don't know if I should do this people are going to judge me I'm like fuck it we're bringing you some goodness on this page
1: Yes we are and honestly my whole approach my whole standpoint to this is because you know I was married for 10 years. I've been divorced for five. I'm a single mother. I have two kids. I do all sorts of things in the community. I've started some businesses. I've sold some interest in those. Like, I I look at this as an opportunity to say, I don't care what anybody thinks. If you want to judge me because I'm choosing to live my life in the capacity that I Mm -hmm. am, and I'm committed to deriving joy and pleasure from this existence, Okay, you can judge me. Yep. Um, you're not my audience. You're not my people. I'm not even talking to you because you're not in a place to even hear the messaging that comes with this. That's right. And the OnlyFans is so fun to say because I love watching people's face when we when we say that, <laughs> when we say we have this OnlyFans. The reason we have the show on the OnlyFans is because of the content that That's is right. going to exist in After Dark. These have to be paid premium content shows. And so all of our shows are actually recorded both video and audio. So the this podcast, you can watch it live on YouTube if you'd like on our YouTube channel or you can listen, whatever you prefer. Um, but we're going to do the same thing with After Dark. The reality is, is we cannot put this show on YouTube when we're going to be charging for you to listen to it on a streaming platform. And we have to do that because of the content. So you'll still be able to watch After Dark. It'll still be the same thing. You'll get to see all our facial expressions while we tell these stories and and talk to our experts (laughs) and get to experiment and try things and demonstrate some impact play and different things we might be doing. But you're going to have to pay for it. And that's just the reality of the situation based on on the conversation topics that we're going to have. But that's our OnlyFans. You're not going to. It's not porn. It, there will not be porn on there. Although Jessica does some, not porn, but gorgeous yoga videos in her underwear that will be on that page that I was like, no more on Instagram, girl. These are going on to
0: OnlyFans, which I cannot wait to watch I, those slow down. Ooh, thank you. Well, <laughs> and we had an amazing photo shoot. Yes, we with did. With some racy pictures. So you'll get like the spiced up version uh, on our OnlyFans uh, spiced up Instagram pictures and stuff so we won't have nudes but we will give you plenty we plenty will
1: yeah because we're again we're we're leaning into listen this is what I say all the time there are the people that we are and the images we present we project to the world and then there are the proclivities that drive us that make us who we actually are mm-hmm. and a big piece of of our past as children of I'm not gonna age us but from the generation that we grew up in You weren't, you didn't talk about these things. You weren't expressing yourself in this capacity. And when you did run across those kids or teenagers or young adults that were, they were looked at in a way that was, we we don't act like that. That's not who we are. And I don't want that anymore. I want people to be able to be exactly who they are, to be out there with it, to to put it on display, to own it and to feel really good and comfortable in their skin.
0: I agree. Well said. So I'm so excited. Game of Love After Dark will be premiering November and you can find it on our OnlyFans page and you can go to um, gameoflove.love and you'll find all of our shows that you can listen to and I'm so freaking excited. Me too. And I'm so excited to dive into today's topic because it is so important. Uh, You know we all we all know that. Communication and setting boundaries and expectations are important. We know that. And then it's like, well, how in the hell do we do it? And, you know, how do we do it effectively, compassionately, beautifully? Um, how do we feel comfortable doing it? How do we, um, you know, how do we execute on it? And it was so cute because, um, you know, we've had this show planned out for a while. And at the beginning of this show, uh, when we were talking about our friendship and how amazing it is I'm like pretty much that's like the the premise of this show you know there's there's trust with us yep there's safety there is compassion um, you use one of my favorite phrases that I say all the time like you know my heart I know your heart and that's a huge thing to know somebody's heart and where they're coming from um, and then how well we communicate we are are so conscientious of how we treat handle each other Mm -hmm. and it's so beautiful so we're going to take all these beautiful components of our relationship and we're going to infuse it into our listeners dating life
1: absolutely because without solid communication and without knowing what somebody expects of you and them knowing what you expect of them what how do we expect anything mm-hmm. to go anywhere? It's, yep. it's just going to completely stall out without. And even the basis, I'm going to add to everything you just said, too, and add in respect. There Ooh. is respect that exists here between the two of us as well within our relationship. Absolutely. A, a strong, we know who the other one is. There's massive respect for what we've been able to accomplish. And it, it allows us to move forward even on times when we do disagree on something. You know, there's no there's no hesitation to hold back and be like, hey, I get where you're coming from on this, but this is what I think. And like, okay, I hear you. I'm still going to do whatever the fuck I want anyway, because I'm a grown ass adult who can do whatever. But I thank you. Thank you for sharing what you think. And I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. And I also know that if it falls apart and I get totally broken from it, you're going to be right there to help me pick up all of those pieces. And there will
0: be no, I told you so. That's right and thank you for bringing in respect because that is a huge thing and that's something that uh one of my friends she came on my radio show and she was saying that the number one foundational component of a successful loving relationship is respect because without respect you you don't see that person in an admirable way so you will not treat them as such, like, you shower me in love on Always, the daily. On the daily. On the daily.
1: I won't call you, but I'll send you a 15-minute audio message. That's my toxic flaw. Don't call me, but send me 20 minutes in an audio and we're good to go. You know, I'm okay with
0: that. <laughs> I, I love it. So, you know, there's this this amazing um, component with the, 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 the respect that then allows us to communicate well to act right just basic things because if you think about somebody that you don't have any respect for how do you treat them oh my gosh right right you
1: think to yourself like oh I'm okay there are people in my life I have no respect for people that I have to deal with on a pretty continuous basis
0: we won't name names we
1: won't name any names i'll tell them all in my tell all book eventually um there are people i have zero respect for and i have to continuously deal with so it's but it's in the tone like you know these people know mm-hmm. there's no question when you meet me if i respect you or if i like you or not like you know exactly what you're getting at face value and i'm not I'm not mean or cruel, but I'm not showering them in kindness and love and support. They're not. It's a thing where you're literally not worth my time. And I think we've had those relationships where we've been dating somebody and we haven't felt that respect. And yes, respect is earned, but also you should always come into anything with a certain level of respect for another human.
0: Absolutely. And there's different levels of respect. Yeah. And when it comes to our love lives, our dating life and our relationships, if you are don't respect the person you are dating i think it's time to exit stage left absolutely because there is just you're not going to come back from that a lack
1: of respect breeds resentment it
0: breeds resentment bad behavior Mm -hmm. i mean really because when you don't respect someone you are not going to act right to them no because you don't feel like they're deserving of it so very right there
1: you don't feel they're deserving Mm -hmm. of it Mm -hmm. and that is a very telling thing in relationships especially those very early stages when you're going from talking to dating to actually committing to one another if monogamy is your thing as you're working through that how they treat you in the very beginning when they don't know know you is going to tell you everything you need to know about the continuation of that relationship because Mm -hmm. if they treat you like shit in the beginning when 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 you don't mean that much to them and that sounds like a shitty thing to say they're not in love with you you're a person they know but if they're not even treating you with respect in terms of basic communication in those early stages that is not going to get better six months 12 months a decade down the road. It's not. And I wish I wish I would have had somebody talking in my ear when I got married when I was 22 years old mm-hmm. and said to me, would have come to me and said like, hey, this guy who's acting like this, I get that he's in his 20s and he's young. Like, I will give a little bit of allowance for someone who was 26 at the time. But like, what the fuck? Why are you standing here saying, I love this person? I'm going to marry this person. I have a ring on my finger with this person. He can't even be
0: bothered to come home. Well, it's it's to that extent, and it's also you know in a in a smaller form too when you're just casually dating someone and people aren't texting you back like you have plans on Thursday night and it's Thursday morning and you have not heard from this person. It's the this in and out. It's the last minute. It's the last minute. You know, there's so you know there's a whole range of it, Mm -hmm. and too we always got to keep in mind. That we have to be looking at ourselves in the mirror because there's, there's some, there's some times that we're not acting right. There's some people out there that you need to look in the mirror and you're like, oh shoot. Uh, I don't have that situation in my life. Like I'm actually the problem.
1: <laughs> well nothing quite like holding the mirror up and having to yeah. face the issue in the face isn't and that,
0: it? that's a huge thing and i i think in our world you know everybody's like you you're the problem you need to do this you need to do that it's my way or the highway and let me tell you i have um like i i got my own shit i was i was just talking to my mom today over coffee and i'm like if people knew all of the work that i've put in the personal development seminars the the certifications the degrees the journals the i mean like i went on and on for about five minutes if people knew i mean it would it would blow people away but we got to do that stuff because sometimes we are the fucking problem oh yeah sometimes we are and you know like there's been some cute memes that are coming out that talk about that And I think it's really important for us to stop and be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, what am I, how am I contributing to this problem? Is it from being an enabler and allowing? Or did I get drunk on Tuesday night and fucking freak out because I got triggered because of my abandonment issues. And I acted like a fucking fool. And I had to go to that person and apologize. Mm -hmm. So we got to be really careful that we're not out here and I listen I've said this to myself in the mirror several times okay that we have to be careful that we're not out there going you 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 and on the daily we need to be checking ourselves
1: yes we do well and you need the people around you who are willing to hold that mirror up in your face too and be like hey listen I, I'm hearing your story and I'm going to, what do you want me to, what words, what adjectives can I use right now to describe this human that's going to make you feel better in this moment? And you get through that, right? We've done that plenty of times. Let me spend, let me, seriously, don't, don't call me, but I will audio you. Don't call me. Um, We have done audio after audio after audio back and forth of like, oh, I can't believe this and this guy and how dare he and this and this and this. And we get through all of that because you get through the anger, you get through the frustration. Right. You kind of let all of that energy out. And then hopefully you have people who can then come in and be like, okay, but now can we also look at how and where this originated and where this broke down? And help me understand why this was the action that you took, because this is this was the moment where now you went from a situation where you were in a, a disagreement. That was the both of you having a conversation to you blew this so big out of the water. Now you have no leg to stand on. Yep. None. And I hate to tell you this. We can vent till the cows come home about this situation all day long. But the person who owes the apology is you. So you better get on your phone and go make that apology or else nothing's going to get solved here because you took it to a higher level. And if we don't have those people in our lives, we're doomed. We are doomed. We'll never yes. have successful relationships.
0: <sighs> so get some excellent, excellent friends in your life who will treat you with respect, kindness, compassion, all that good stuff. All that good stuff.
1: Or a therapist.
0: Or, or a coach. listen by all means. We are fans of therapy. yes we are. Please go get a therapist. Please go.
1: Everybody should have one. Every, I wish this, the country and the healthcare system was different in a way we could actually gain access to the mental health we needed because I feel like everybody should have their own personal therapist. Like I wish there was bonuses given to people who are studying therapy in all honesty. Like just you're going to be a therapist. Great. Here's an extra 150 grand. Go do your thing.
0: So let's talk about what we need to do to be excellent communicators. Yeah okay because this is a big one. Um, you know we all know that we need to have excellent communication within our relationships but a lot of times it's hard and um, to to be very honest with you guys, I am an excellent communicator when it comes to my friendships, my uh, profession, with my children Mm -hmm. really every facet of my life except for one and in my relationships and that's where i've struggled and that's where i continually do work it's funny because i've dated guys over the years and they're like i'm sorry you're an expert and your communication right now is not good and i'm like listen listen buddy i told you from the start (laughs) like i i made this very clear Communication is one of the biggest things that I am working on. And it's one of the biggest things I need from you, but I need you to be patient with me. So, um, I wanted you guys to, to know that this is, this is a struggle and it's because with communication, if you're like me, where it can be hard to express yourself, it can be hard to set boundaries or ask for things it's going back to like where does that originate from there's these origination points which we're not going to go that far down we don't have enough time today to to to, go into all. no we don't Uh,
1: we do not that's a 10-part series that
0: is (laughs) so we have to um you know we'll just use a, a general one it's fear it's fear because we all want to be loved and we fear not being loved.
1: Absolutely. And, and we fear that if we, if we clearly and openly communicate our needs and somebody that we love and care about chooses not to hear us and not mm-hmm. to meet us when we've said, I need X. And they're like, well, f- fuck you. I'm not giving you X. Now, it's the fear of rejection, of abandonment, yep. of being alone, mm. of settling it just it pu- it starts to pile up on top of each other just one after the other and the reality of that situation is it's such fucking bullshit it is such fucking bullshit here is the thing Pe- people mm-hmm. people <clears throat> i'm getting passionate now i stumble over my words you are allowed to want and need the things that you require to function happily in this existence and you are allowed to say to somebody, I need X. And if they turn around and look and be like, I'm not gonna give you X because it's not important to me and I don't care that it's important to you, you are allowed to remove those
0: people from your life. Absolutely, yes, yes, yes. So I wanna talk about the first part of that and the last part of that, the beginning and the end of that, okay? So um, the first part of this and where I coach my clients and I coach myself is really, it's that unconditional self-love you have to be so you have such, you have to have such a great relationship with yourself that you feel good about yourself. That if this person is going to be a completely fucking shit show, say the worst things to you that you've ever heard in your life, you are still okay. Yes, you are. You're still wonderful. So having that stable solid foundation within yourself that's where the basis of communication starts when you are good with yourself when you love yourself now one of my friends uh, ken reed he's a-, a coach out in australia hey ken um we're also friends and he he said to me one day he said or rather he just asked <laughs> he asked everyone was like why are we so scared to say the things that we so desperately want to say? (laughs) That fucking like blew my mind. Mm -hmm. Blew my mind. And it changed my life because I'm like, there's so many things that I need and want and I need to communicate. Why in the fuck am I keeping my mouth closed?
1: How's anybody supposed to meet you with where you need? If you're not telling them, we're not mind readers. Nobody's telepathic. Maybe some
0: people are, but I'm not. So with that, when we have our solid sense of self, and that we know no matter what, we are great. We are going to be okay when we have that. And then when we are we are, oh, walking into a fearful conversation or if we want to say something and we feel that fear, that's when we feel our strength as well. And we're like, fuck it. No, I'm going to say this. And and this fear, th- these, these things can be like saying, I love you for the first time, mm-hmm. or saying, thank you so much for that lovely date. I, I really had a great time tonight or if it's saying um I'm I'm sorry like what you just said to me was very inappropriate very hurtful or if it could be like no I want to have children and I just heard you say that you don't want to have children and for me that's a deal breaker oh yes
1: well and that's oops that's anymore. <laughs> That's important thing here is when you talk about and think about the deal breakers and what those actually are for you, which they can be as as major as I want to have children. That's a very, very important thing. You would want to date somebody who also has that same desire, but they can be as simple as I really need to hear from my partner every single day. Exactly. And if you're with somebody who's like, well, I'm just only going to check in with you once or twice a week. Like, I'm not a big I'm not into that you need to know that is not going to work for you. Mm-hmm. That is going to hurt you. And when we think about why we get so scared about communicating our needs, it all goes back to, and we're not, this is a 10 part series, we won't dig into <laughs> it, but it all goes back to the inner child and our childhoods and asking for what we needed and our needs not being met and this this learning that you don't even realize is happening throughout your existence of like, I ax, I ask for X, I don't get it. I ask for Y, I don't get it. I ask for Z, I don't get it. And it turns into this thing of like, you're just asking for too much. And then you just stop asking because you're used to people not meeting your needs. And then you end up unhappy and dissatisfied and lonely. Because even if you're in a relationship, you're still alone. Mm -hmm. You're still not seen. You're still not heard. And you deserve to be seen and heard. You deserve to have your needs met. So I, I, let's jump back into deal breakers here a little bit, though, because I think there's some different. We've got varying levels, but let's talk about why it's important to know
0: those and where to set those expectations. Mm, deal breakers. Um, so important. Um, the method that I use with my clients, uh, we've talked about this before, I've talked about it on this show, is to really sit down with yourself and be really really fucking honest with yourself really honest with yourself what do you need and start start making note of this start you know you guys all know that i'm a huge fan of journaling and writing writing this stuff down praying on it meditating on it getting really clear about what you need and then about those you know like those red flags and those deal breakers because (laughs) There's one thing I know for absolutely sure, and that is everyone has had their heart hurt, their heart broken, have been disappointed. Oh, yeah. Everybody's been through it. So we need to be very clear about what those things are that we are not going to settle for. Like we must learn from our past mistakes. So, what are those deal breakers? Well,
1: I mean, we, you're going to think about the big ones, the obvious ones, right? Um, I would think marriage is a potential deal breaker. Mm-hmm. Monogamy.
0: Mm-hmm. Children. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, lifestyle. Absolutely. Um, geography, believe it or not, mm-hmm. is definitely a deal breaker. Um, sexual preferences. Mm. I mean, we started talking about fetishes and kinks, which we'll get into that more in After Dark, but those are definite potential deal breakers. Um, family. Family. Yeah, Those are huge too. How do you like to spend the holidays? Religion. Yep. These are, these are things that you have the ability for you to flat out, right? Let's just use marriage as an example, right? If I was on a date with somebody that was like, I want to get married. I want to be married someday. I feel a little ambiguous towards the idea of marriage. Um, it's not something I need, nor is it something I desire is it something i could do for a partner if they really wanted it and yes we were we were in love maybe i honestly don't know i didn't have a good experience it it just it almost destroyed me and so for me it's one of those things where it's like do do i really want to commit to that and do i want to go down the path with somebody who could be potentially amazing knowing that they so passionately so strongly want that bond that certificate that institution of marriage they're gonna want it so 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 much that I would just be making some type of compromise to, to make them happy am I gonna feel good about that that's a that's a big one that's- children is the
0: exact same thing yep it's these big ones so let's talk about those those conversations when you're actually having them um, some things that I would like to infuse into the conversation uh, is be present when you're having these conversations. And what I mean by that, I know that's so like such a catchphrase, like be present, like, you know, namaste and all this. No, like really tell your brain to be quiet and we're gonna actively listen and make space. Really look at the person you're having a conversation with and let them have the floor. And be genuinely curious about what they're going to say Instead of like, I know this motherfucker's about ready to say this right now And da da da, 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 da And have all these judgments and these stereotypes And da, 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 da. Tell your little brain b- Your big, beautiful brain Just to be quiet for a while And let the person speak And be curious Because you have no idea I, You guys, I can tell you I have been that person that I've been sitting there like Mm-hmm, mm-hmm Yeah, I don't know what they're going to say You know, and like, I, blah-blah-blah-blah and with all of the coaching that I've had, the therapy, everything that I've done, I've turned into an excellent, excellent listener. And I can tell you from tons of experience, when you create the safe place that's calm and inviting and curious, people will share everything. Mm-hmm. Everything. So when somebody is talking to you, when you're having these extremely, like probably one of the most important conversations of your life, telling that sweet brain to be quiet. Tell that heart to be, I need you to be quiet for just a second. We're going to listen to this person. Okay? So really let the person that you're having this conversation with speak freely. Let them talk. Um, Another skill is don't interject and be like, oh yeah, I know. Or let me tell you a story. Or I want to add to, or let them speak freely okay let, let let them let them go as long as they need to go you're doing that for me right now i really appreciate it and what you can do so you're not jumping in or your brain's not going duh, 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 do some nice deep breathing just sit there and just be calm take some deep breaths and just make space for the person mm mm-hmm. And that is huge. I know people will say, you know, communication is so important. You need to be, you, you need to hear me and I need to talk and da, 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 da. But so much of it is comprehension. You have, like, talking is beautiful. Yes, you need to be an excellent communicator, but you also need to be an excellent, excellent listener. It's 50-50.
1: hmm Well, and without the ability to actively listen and hear what the other person is saying, you don't. You can't fully process whether or not that fits into the realm of what is and is not a deal breaker for you because you're not 100 percent positive. So we'll go back to the marriage example. I we're on a date and you say, I really want to get married someday. And I'm already over here being like, fuck that. I'm not getting married again. That was a fucking nightmare. It took me five years to work. I'm not doing it. Fuck you and fuck your dreams of marriage like. Well, your whole attitude towards that could be like, I'd like to, but I'd also be real. Your next sentence could be I'm really happy to just be in a long term committed relationship that has all the makings of a marriage, but it just doesn't have the legality of it because there's something about the legality that doesn't ring true for me. So it's like, yes, you could have gotten yourself into a position where. Like, you're, you're completely done. Oh, oh my gosh, an amazing example. This happens to me a lot on dates. So I am almost 38 years old at this time at recording, 2021, October. Um, and I, I have two children. I do not want more children. I do not want more children. Hard, fast, no. But if I am out on a date with a gentleman who says he wants kids, I don't immediately shut that down Mm -hmm. because my next follow-up question is: he's talking about when he wants kids is, oh, would you like to have biological children of your own? Are you just wanting to be a father? Are, um, Are you interested in adopting? Like, Tell me more about what having kids means for you because there's opportunity here. Now yes, and he's like, no, it's really, really important to me that I have biological children of my own. That's super, super important. Well, then I know we're not gonna be able to go forward because that is a non-negotiable deal breaker. There's no middle ground on that. And you don't ask somebody to compromise on that type of thing. And that's how I would approach that situation by sitting back, yep. listening, listening, hearing really where his head is at and what he's really wanting and then making that determination from there.
0: Yes, and you can also explore it further. And one of my favorite things, you guys can use this, is I'm curious start the sentence with, I'm curious, I'm curious, why, why is it super important for you to have your children of your own? Like, tell me about that. And instead of being like, I'm curious, like, why in the fuck do you want to have your own kids? I have gorgeous kids. Why don't you want fucking my kids? And I just be like, I'm curious. Why, um, you know, did, did you have parents that, you know, were amazing and you want to carry, I don't know. But explore it go a little further so somebody might say something and it can hurt your heart like I in the last relationship I was in he told me one of his sexual proclivities at the beginning and it like stabbed me in the heart I was like I knew it was like it wasn't it was it was a red flag it wasn't a deal breaker but it was a red flag and in that moment I wanted to be like okay sir we're done here let's get the check bye you guys, my heart was fucking burning. I I could have spiraled out of control. But instead I just took a deep breath and I'm like, okay, is this something that you need? How often do you do this? Da-da-da-da-da. And you just start to unpack it. So I could have like I said, I could have fucking lost my shit and been like, you know what? I'm not into that. Bye. But instead I was like, well, tell me more about it. Tell me about it. And what it what I had to do in that situation is I had to soothe myself. Yeah. And that is something that is huge having these conversations. I had to soothe myself. I had to take some deep breaths. I had to be like, "Honey, just relax. Just listen to this person." That's wildly and wildly important soothing yourself. So I want to I want to bring that into the conversation too because if you're like me and you get a little nervous when you're having these serious conversations with somebody that you would love to, you know, spend the rest of your life with, You have to take some deep breaths you have to tell yourself to be calm and then explore so we're not shutting down and be like well tell me more about that yep well in those you know
1: those hardline deal breakers that we have there there's always room within to determine whether or not their need could actually if there is an opportunity for compromise and if it could fit within your life and the way you see things going and listen it's okay if the answer to that is no. There's no room for compromise here, and I'm not even remotely interested in this, right? right? That There's nothing wrong with that. As long as you've taken the time to really listen mm-hmm. to what they're saying and try and understand or approach it from their perspective. And I think that's something we as humans could be doing a whole hell of a lot more, mm-hmm. which is just taking a beat and trying to see something from somebody else's perspective. Amen to that. I'm not going to say it's going to change your mind. Right. but it might give you a little more insight into who this person is and why they have these these feelings or these requirements or these desires that they do because we're all different we're all raised differently we all come from different places and even if you sit down and talk to siblings who were raised by the exact same parents in the same household how many siblings do you know are the exact same people want the same things have the same desires have the same interests it's non-existent
0: it's non-existent and you might learn something new oh my gosh, you might what? go, oh my gosh, well, you know, learn something maybe. new. I know, you know, you might be talking to someone and if it's marriage and, you know, you could be like, oh, that's interesting. You know, I think I'm going to try that on for a while. I think I'm going to meditate on that. I'm, Yeah. And then next thing you know, on uh, three people down the line, you're on a first date or a third date having this type of conversation. And all of a sudden you've adopted that person's, you know idea or ideology and you're like because we are here to learn from each other Um, we are here to learn from each other and
1: I think it's important so something I think we it's important to know is when when we're first dating somebody in a new relationship right we're we're in that first five date period when and how do we start to communicate those wants and needs, those deal breakers, those desires for a relationship because everybody's a little bit different here. Yeah. I like to communicate those things early in every opportunity. If we've made it past our second date and are getting ready for a third, in my mind, that is time for me to bring up things that are really, really important to me in a relationship. Those are sexual fetishes that I have. Those are desires for my life. Those are the fact that I, I do not and will not have more biological children and what that means. These are really important things to me that I want this other person that I'm starting to develop some level of feelings for to know. Because if we're not on the same page, this is, I'm not, listen, when it comes to dating, we do not have time to waste. And this isn't a, we only have a certain amount of time to get married and have babies thing. I'm just saying our time is precious. If you're making time in your life to get to know another human, to date them. Evening dates, afternoon dates, coffee, breakfast, whatever it is, phone conversations, late night texts, Facetimes. If you're making time for that, because we're making time for that, we are busy grown people. We better be on the same goddamn page.
0: Absolutely, and you know, for the for the people who do maybe have more time in their lives, think of it as an emotional investment. Right? the The longer you put off having important conversations, the more you're going to be invested emotionally. And when those red flags come up or those deal breakers come up, it's going to be harder to exit. And um, gosh, w- there's there's so much to talk about with the when you hear. Let's let's talk about when you hear a deal breaker. Yes, because that's really important. Um, when you are faced with a situation where you hear a deal deal breaker, what do you do? Stay calm number one check in with yourself and remember so with my clients I have a hard and fast rule if there's a deal breaker that is like the 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 red light on the the traffic light you're not gonna fucking blow that light because you can potentially die or be injured okay there is no blowing the light okay we stop at the red light and that's what it is like you you have to draw a hard line and say no I can't do this and It can be as simple as just communicating like, you know, not having kids is, I'm just not going to have any more kids. You seem like a really cool person and I bet you would make some beautiful babies and you'd be an excellent parent. I, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to take that away from you. I want you to have a plethora of children or, you know, one gorgeous one. So. How, well, that's a good way to put that actually I'm not gonna take that away from
1: you I'm not gonna take that away from you I want you to have that so you're acknowledging that you hear what they say could be yes. kids could be parent uh, marriage could be a, a sexual fetish right you're mm-hmm. acknowledging what they're saying to you and you're coming back with I think you're amazing yeah. how amazing would it be if we had the opportunity to be in each other's lives but I am not interested in X, and I've really thought about it. We don't make decisions in the moment, ladies and gentlemen, and all other humans. (laughs) We do not make decisions in the moment. We take time to think. We take time to process, and then we come back. We say, I'm just, I'm not going to take this away from you. This is something you require in your life, and I am going to sit here across this table from you and say, you deserve that. You fucking deserve to be happy. And you want to know what you're going to find when you go out there now that you've figured out how to express yourself? You're going to find the person who wants to give you all of that. You're going to find that person who can't even imagine a life where they wouldn't do exactly what it is that you need because they want it just as badly as you do. Yep. Otherwise, you end up in half-hearted, half-assed things that is nothing but compromise over and over and over again. And then you're in something for however long you've been in it. And you're like, what? My needs aren't met. I'm not happy. I'm not satisfied. I'm not joyful. I'm resentful. I don't even want to be around this person and you've you've wasted and i'm sorry wait, people get on me all the time about saying using the word wasted but i'm going to say it and i'm going to own it right now
0: i'm i'm fine you've with wasted you wasted have wasted all the however time
1: however much time of your you don't get it back you don't get there's it back, no there's... rewind button there's no marty mcfly showing up to take us back in time so that we can fix this it's gone that time is gone so don't waste your precious time and your precious existence and your precious happiness in things relationships romantic platonic career. I don't care what it is. Do not waste your time on things that are not serving you and your long-term happiness. Because for what? For who? Yep.
0: I agree. So when you get to these points in the conversation where there is a clear deal breaker and you got to call it, there's a lot of ways that you can end the conversation and the relationship. Do you want to know how I do it? Please. I flip a table. You
1: mother forker and I flip it and then I storm out of a restaurant and I'm very recognizable with all my tattoos and I'm the crazy just kidding
0: well you are a fiery I do it on the inside No, on the outside I'm like I get it I understand yeah it's, it's it could be as simple as I get it I understand it could be a very sweet compassionate moment and say you know it's been so great getting to know you and it could just be this like you know, connecting, look at each other's eyes, b- again, breathing, self-soothing, and just say, thank you. Should we get the check? And Or, you mm-hmm. know, like, you know, I, I really do wish you well in this in this life, and I really hope you find what you're looking for. It could be that. Um, another way, uh, you'll appreciate this, because you do this as well, is using a lot of humor. There yeah. Was, <laughs> there was a guy... Um, that we are on a date and we were we came to a place that there was a deal breaker and we looked at each other and he's like this is never going to fucking work is it and we both bust out laughing we were dying laughing and we're like nope <laughs> this is never going to work and he's like you're really fucking cool and i'm like you're really fucking cool too and he's like okay so um should we be friends or should we just call this so you know it's it can be sweet and compassionate it can be humorous and silly. Um, do you, boo? Do you, but be be honest.
1: Be honest. And be real with yourself, OK? These things, if you have an issue or a potential deal breaker that is popping up in the beginning stages of a relationship, it is not going away. It, you're not going to get six months down the road, and all of a sudden, this person will have changed their, no, it's not going to go away. And. Like we said earlier, and I really want to push this message hard, when you get six months down the road and you're in love with this person and you are you are thinking about a future and you are planning a future and then they finally open up about something that's really important to them that they require in a relationship and for you, it is a no-go, it is never going to happen. That is a level of a heartbreak that you could have prevented Mm -hmm. had you sat down in the early stages of the relationship and had those tough conversations then. You do not get this time back. You don't magically heal your heart just because you decide to end a relationship because of a deal breaker, you are still going to be heartbroken. You are still going to be hurt, and you are still going to be devastated. So it's, it's going to be it early. It's going to be worse. Oh, it's going to be way worse. Yeah. yeah. If we end things after three or four dates, maybe I'll be a little disappointed because yep. finding somebody you want to go out on four dates with is a big thing. But if we end it six months or twelve months down the road, that is a significant time investment for both of us. And I'm not a little sad and disappointed. I'm devastated. Right. Because I, I don't invest my time and my energy in people that aren't worth it. Yep. So what? Mm-hmm. You deserve, first of all, you deserve better than that. And you sure as shit owe the other humans in this world that you're out there meeting, talking to, and dating more as well. And that's where respect comes into play. That's
0: right. That's right. Love that respect. Love the compassion, too. Got right. to have tons, You have tons. to have compassion
1: for your fellow human. This mm-hmm. We are all living this same hard Life is hard. Life is short. Life is joyous. Life is amazing. We can put any platitude behind this that we fucking want to. Mm-hmm. Life is life. We're all going through it together. We're all doing the best we can on any given day, waking yep. up and throwing a smile on our face and facing the day. We're going to make it happen and setting our intentions. We are all doing this. If you are not leading your existence from a place of compassion for your fellow human and what they're also dealing with, then what's the f- stop? you're hurting people hurt people hurt people knock it off be a compassionate human talk about your feelings and your wants and your needs and watch how your relationships change when you do that for yourself
0: absolutely so let's talk about setting expectations and um having the having the conversation i want to touch on this real quick cuz i'm all about like actionable steps because when you guys are out in the world dating I want you to walk into a date and know exactly what to do and how to execute on this, okay? So you're going on a date, um, actually first, let me say, uh, you mentioned this earlier, but I want to be really clear that having these conversations really needs to happen the first three dates. Yes. First three dates. And I would also say to do it before you're intimate, do it before sex, because sex always changes the situation yes it does it can make it worse or it can make it better but it's always going to change and if you listen to this show regularly you've heard me talk about oxytocin and um and the hormones and how it plays a factor in our lives and really when 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 we catch feelings for people it makes it harder for us to have these delicate conversations so have these conversations before you are jumping into bed okay or if you jump into bed before you have these conversations fine again this is like the safe place there's there's no judgment here um, but you just might have to enroll some some stronger resources within yourself you, you might have to you know dig a little deeper to um, find some courage to be like, oh, gosh. Uh, okay, so I'm going to give you a scenario. Let's say you go on a date. You guys have sex. It's great. You start catching little feelings. Mm-hmm. And then you have to have these conversations and you already like someone. Now, um, sometimes people then get extra scared to have these conversations because they're already emotionally invested. So then, you know, let's say, the situation's already occurred you might you might be in a situation that you're like oh fuck i really i'm scared to tell this person this because i really like them and maybe we can put this off a little bit and maybe we can figure it out and da 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 um and then you know it just makes it a little harder on yourself so take it easy on yourself have a game plan before you start dating the next person that those first three dates before you have sex you have these conversations
1: absolutely and to add in more to when you if you are having these conversations after you have had um, sex or intimate relations of any kind and you have started to develop in, develop those feelings you also put yourself in a position where you might be willing a little more willing to compromise or to consider compromising on something that mm-hmm. is a no-go for you because you think to yourself well, I actually really like this person and I I haven't liked the last 10 people I've dated and this is enjoyable and I enjoy being with them and the sex is really good and I'm so attracted to them and I don't know, maybe maybe I'll give it a try and see how it goes. No, Mm -hmm. you are compromising your morals, your values, your desires for a relationship. Because again, you guys, we are not talking about I like Thai food. Well, I like Italian. This is not what we're talking about here. We are talking about life-changing scenarios that have the potential to change the entire course of your life. You do not compromise on these things. So don't put yourself in the position where your heart is softening and you already have feelings for somebody and then they come to you and they're like, well, listen, I'm actually ethically non-monogamous and I don't believe in monogamy and I'm not going to be in a committed relationship at all. But I'm happy to date you and you're like well wait I, I like you and I like our attraction together and I, I haven't met anybody that I've liked in the last 18
0: months and I don't know
1: maybe I should just give this a shot
0: no well and I, I, I want to also talk about that word compromise it's not compromising as in negotiating no. you are compromising also known as sacrificing Yes. Yourself. And so, you know, there's some things that you, you do want to compromise on, but those are not the deal breakers. No. Those, so, so if you followed my work, you know the, the traffic light rule that I make, that you have your must-haves, which is your green light, mm-hmm. and you have your deal breakers, the, the red light, and then you have the, the it would be nice. You know, that's yeah. the yellow light that it's like, you know, that it's, it, that is the space of compromise and exactly. negotiation. Yes. So, you know, uh, you're right that um, you really, when you go to have these serious conversations, you need to know yourself very, very, very well and what you need, what you want and where you're willing to compromise. You know, that I, I'm i going to give you a really silly real life example of a client. Okay. We were going through her traffic light list and we were going through her deal breakers. And I'm like, okay, let's go through these deal breakers. And she's like, he must be, uh, or he can't be this. He can't be that. He can't, this is so ridiculous. I can't even believe I'm going to regurgitate this. He has, he's got to be able to lay poolside with me when we vacation. I was like, honey, I'm sorry. What did you just say? She's like, well, I'm just tired of dating these guys that we go on vacation and they won't lay by the pool with me. Like they complain about the sun or getting sunburned or they're bored. And, and I'm like, I'm sorry, honey, what? That's a deal breaker for you. And she was like, yeah, I must have it. It's that important to me. And girl, I love you if you're listening, but it was ridiculous. Um, (laughs) Well, in my opinion, it was ridiculous. Oh, I have plenty of ridiculous deal (laughs) breaker. So, um. I, and I'm like, so you need to tell me if your perfect man that has this, 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 this walked in, but he didn't want to sit poolside or he was a lovely, beautiful ginger that maybe did not want to be subjected to the, 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 the harsh rays of the sun, would you not date him? So Wait, what did she say? She said it was still a deal breaker, so I'm like, okay, girl. <laughs>
1: girl, girl. You, you, a, me. she knows what she wants. She wants what she wants. She makes no apologies <laughs> and no excuses for it. I stand a badass bitch like that, okay? Like, I know you're going to lay by the pool with me, and you're not going to complain about it because, A, have you seen me in a bikini? And, B, nobody wants to go hiking a 10-mile mountain on their freaking vacation. I mean, I do, but, like, I get her energy.
0: I get her energy. I love her. I respect her. And... It would just be really sad.
1: If it would be sad to know that she met somebody who fit. I mean, we don't, we don't, we don't I, want to talk about checking boxes because we're, humans are not. We're not checking boxes with with our fellow human. But in terms of relationship requirements or the energy she wants in her relationship, it would be sad to know. For me, that I've met somebody who hits so many amazing things for me, but then there's this one thing that honestly should be a yellow light situation. Exactly. But there's such a big piece of me that's like, I must have this. And, and I'm unwilling to let it go. And let me tell you. Real quick. Yeah. Quick thought. For me, that feels like a fear-based situation. I know I, I don't know this person and I didn't work with her, but like that's you're you're creating a list that's so strong in terms of requirements that you're almost guaranteeing you're not gonna meet the person. And yeah, then yeah, you yeah. never have to
0: be disappointed because nobody ever
1: nobody ever fits the boxes. That's right. And like, that's, oh you have all this, Jean.
0: but you can't yes. I agree with that. I agree with that. And um and I will say too um that I I used to have some really strong lists and they were long they were long and strong just like (laughs) i love my men anyway no i like they were long and strong and when when i lost my father it it recalibrated it fucked me up okay first of all and it recalibrated things like before i was like listen (laughs) this is if you don't have this sir if you're like I wish I could like like show you my list right now so you could see the ridiculous nature of it, which was beautiful and I'm entitled to all that. But then when my world got turned upside down, it made me look at that list differently. And I'm like, so for me, in that situation, when I'm looking at this list, I'm like, you know what's really important? What what was in my list and went to the top of the list because of that tragedy? Kindness,
1: Mm.
0: compassion, thoughtfulness like very foundational, basic things. So I share that because sometimes we get very hard and rigid with our dating and we're like, it's my way or the highway. This is what I want. And this is what I deserve because I'm an empowered woman. And you guys all know, I mean, I roll a whole fucking book about being empowered and loving ourselves, but there's, there's a time and a place that we do need to look in the mirror and be like, Whoa, 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 Whoa. And we, we need to look out in the world and be like wait wait wait
1: we're knocking things down we're knocking things down. (laughs)
0: we're we're very emphatic uh, speakers passionate so um we we got to stop and we got to take a beat and be like no really really well it's because it's not
1: uh,
0: people aren't they aren't
1: checklists people are not checklists and you if you put yourself in this position of this person must be tall. Must have brown hair. Must have blue eyes. Um. Must have abs. Must be fit. Must have a job that pays six figures. Must get four weeks of paid vacation. Must have good. What? No, you're not ordering somebody off of freaking Postmates. <laughs> you. You should be thinking about and that was really. Cute. <laughs> thank you. Um. You should be really thinking about and 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 feeling what you want your relationships to feel. Like. Yeah. So let's use that example. If somebody who lays next to you at the pool on vacation is important to you, what is the feeling that you're getting when you have that? Is it intimacy? Is it partnership? Is it uh, relaxation? Is it support? Is it safety? Let's redefine it. It's not the fact that somebody's willing to lay by the pool with you all day long while you drink cocktails in tan, it's that you want somebody who enjoys being with you in the quiet moments of this existence, mm. and they don't need an activity to keep them occupied. Just being in your energy is enough. So it's taking that, this person must have or must be this, And redefining it as the feeling that you're trying to manifest, the feeling of this relationship. Because people are going to change their likes, their interests, deal breakers. There are things that existed in the beginning stages of a relationship uh, may no longer be in existence a year in. And we may have new things that pop up, new things somebody wants to try. But what is the feeling of this relationship And are our needs being met and satisfied in that component, that capacity? And so that's what I would challenge our listeners to really think about is not, is this person, can I go down this list and check off all these things that they must have in order to be worthy of my time? Mm -hmm. But rather, does the relationship and the energy that we create together make me feel safe, seen, protected, nurtured, loved, desired? Whatever it is that you're wanting to create in your relationships, that is the more important thing.
0: Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Beautiful. Beautiful. Ah, well, I hope you all listening feel better, feel safer, more secure about communicating your needs, your wants, your desires. I do too. Where can they find us?
1: Because I want to talk to the people. I want to hear what people think, not only about the episode, but how they personally communicate um, and set expectations, how they deal with their deal breakers. We have the game of love um show and we've got it on instagram we've got it on twitter we've got it everywhere but let's give everybody the handles jessica do do your your hosty
0: thing oh my hosty thing uh you can find us we have a new instagram page as of right now it is a uh, game of game of love show yes. yes at game of love show yes um shoot Go. You can go to my Instagram. I have no idea what all of our handles are right now. So I'm like, <laughs> go go to my linktree. It's link been an tree amazing
1: my... show. Yes, linktree in the bio. Definitely hit that. You'll be able to find all of the pages. Um, Jessica is at jessicasmith.love on Instagram. You can find me at Beers and beersandbraziers. We are going to get a TikTok going, Twitter, all of these things up and running for you guys. So you can find us and reach out to us in any of those capacities. We want to hear from you guys.
0: Absolutely. Slide into those DMs, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you guys so much for listening. It means so much to us. And thank you, Rashawn, for being on our first episode. I like that. Thank you
1: for having me. I can't believe I I get to do this. What a delightful, beautiful dream (laughs) that just gets I just get to get on this air on the air and and share and think and just stop thanking me. Yeah, thank you. I thank you. Thank you.
0: You are very welcome. Very, very welcome. Oh well anyway, you guys, until next time, get out there and love each other.